Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver. And you are back in Denver. You were away for a little bit. Well, I am. I am. Well, you know, Sarah, I decided our big thing around AMR is that you got to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. in order to take care of others. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had been reflecting back on since, oh, about... um, I mean, I remember I had, had a spring break. So Run Like a Mother came out in March of 2010. Mm-hmm. And so I remember I was in spring break in Florida with my family then. I remember, like, just religiously, obsessively checking the Amazon sales oh, rank. Yes. Uh-huh, like, yes. I, had, I had a BlackBerry then. <laughs> I had just gotten a BlackBerry. It was my first, like, kind of handheld device. Uh-huh. It wasn't a straight-up cell phone. And... Uh, <laughs> And I just, and that's the last time I remember really taking a vacation. <laughs> I'd like to, <laughs> to say you, you have, you. you have said you, t- you haven't taken a vacation, but, um, you know, listeners of the podcast might remember your South Dakota trip. I don't know if you count that as a vacation. Oh, well, that wasn't, uh, it was a vacation. I mean, I did, I mean, and I've been to, I've been to Florida, um, one other time. And then obviously we get to travel a lot for our work. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, South Dakota was not restful. Um, <laughs> and I, I kind of, you know, my idea of a vacation and, um, it's not my husband's, which sometimes brings up a little, uh, friction between us, but I could sit on the beach for hours. I am a beach girl. I just love to watch the waves. I love to walk on the beach. I love to watch people on the beach and I love to read and just be there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I have not done that in a very, very, I mean, in, in about five years. And so, um, and so I decided that I was going to take a little break and I went to San Diego by myself, um, which was, uh, everyone's like, really, really? All my friends, <laughs> my, my mom's right here. Like you're going by yourself. I was like, well, I was, I was thinking about inviting one of my sisters or, um, or a friend of mine or something, but then it, it doesn't turn into restoration. It turns into, um, staying out too late, probably drinking a little bit too much, mm-hmm. you know, kind of bending what I want to do because to accommodate them. And that's fine. I mean, that's what a friendship is, right? It's not mm-hmm. like it's all about me, but I just didn't want to do that for, mm-hmm. for three nights. So, yeah, I mean, um, you have been burning the, the candle at both ends with the book and, and all the other work and our travel and, and stuff like that. So yeah, so you were very much due for a restorative time alone. Yes, that's what it was. It was a time alone. And so I, I, I hesitated putting up pictures on um, Instagram because I was like, oh, then people, you know, then people are like, oh, you're in San Diego. Like, let's run, you know? And part of me is like, I love doing that. And part of me is like, no, I need to just take a couple of days to myself. Uh-huh. Um, and I should say that um, my husband uh, took our kids excuse me, to DC, um, which is their annual tradition over their fall break is they go to see one of his family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just fine with me. I am, I'm totally fine with the three of them traveling together. So they've done that in the past. So it's, 
it wasn't like I was traveling for AMR, AMR two weekends in a row and then going off by myself. Um, mm-hmm. And even if I was, that would have been okay too. But I'm just making that clear that it wasn't. You were not um, leaving the family home alone is what you're saying. No, I was not. Mm-hmm. I was not. And um, so anyway, so yeah, it was it was great. And so I ran. Um, I decided that I do actually need to get ready for this marathon. And so um, I was in a little town called Del Mar. Mm-hmm. And uh I ran up to Encinitas mm-hmm. and back up on the Pacific Coast Highway. That was 18 I know you, miles. last night on the webinar, you just casually dropped into conversation that you had run 18 miles over the week. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then afterwards, I was like, wait a minute. She said she was only going to run the longest run would be 18 total. And we are, you know, uh, what, six and a half weeks out from... Philly. So I'm like, oh, I think there's a longer run in Dimity's future. <laughs> I think I might do one more. Well, it's kind of important for me to do that. I mean, you know, let's yes. be honest. It's, it's important for me to do that. So, I mean, I was going to go 16 and then 18 and then maybe 20, but I think I'll do 18 and now 20. Um, I'll take a week off at least in between, mm-hmm. but um, a week off of long running. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, I have the time here. It's this beautiful place. I mean, mm-hmm. what's two more miles, you know? Although <laughs> two more miles is quite a bit when you're... <laughs> dragging at the end of a run i mean i did a uh i did a nine one pattern nine minutes oh, of you running, did. one minute of walking yep because uh-huh. that's kelly and i are definitely going to do some variation of that so oh, oh, excuse, I, um kelly are you listening you are going to do run walk during the marathon when <laughs> when i edited her race report i was like I'm getting the sense that you didn't run walk. She's like, shh, don't tell Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I mean, I, every email I send her weekly, I'm like, I'm just going to write this because it makes me feel good. But do run walk from the beginning. Well, so guess what she did? I I'm, I, I really made a conscious uh, effort to stay off of social media. Yes. Like I said, I put Instagram up a little bit. But I was scrolling through Facebook one day during lunch and um, – and I saw that she had, she had a 17 mile that she had to do. Mm-hmm. She, so she ran 11 first and then she went to do a 10 K. Not only did she get a 10 K PR, <laughs> but so, and, but she started doing the run walk from the beginning. I don't know if she ran walk during the 10 K. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, I said, you know, you've got to conserve your energy from the beginning, from mm-hmm. the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, so she did it and she, cause she ran by herself. I think I know that she runs with friends and I think that she feels bad making them do the run walk, but my mm. guess is they would probably do Benefit. as well as she would. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she ran the whole Montreal. I mean, I read a race report. She ran the whole thing. Yes, ma'am. She did. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. KP. Yeah. KP. In, in extreme heat and humidity too. I was like, oh my gosh, if ever there was a day to like embrace the run walk that would have been it yeah, um, yeah. Um, i mean she stopped a lot to take pictures um, yeah which so were fun what, yes kind of like yes. rejuvenating yeah. breaks yeah so but so you so back to back to you dimity you um <laughs> so you ran 18 and was that on uh sunday or monday no, sunday, was on or sunday. Uh-huh. So and that was then, on sunday and then monday i went to the little uh weight room at uh this little hotel that i was staying at and did a couple weights and then i was like i am here and everyone talks about tory pines mm-hmm. and how beautiful it is and so i was like okay i gotta go there and i mean we were you know, probably two miles from there. So I ran there. We, the royal we. <laughs> the royal we, we, yeah. Because I can't, I can't, I'm always attached to somebody, right? right. Um, so, uh, so I had to go there. And um, so I ran there and ran around. And holy cow, that place. I mean, it's not um, the easiest terrain ever. It's definitely hilly and kind of a little sandy and, um, mm. you know, whatever. But it was really fun. Um, so, yeah, so I ended up, I mean, the road there, Grant, it's funny because my husband had been out there earlier a couple of weeks ago for something else business related and he's like it's a nice run but it's hilly and i'm like ah hills like pike's peak man I, I can do hills. <laughs> come on smack the smack the glutes come on come on do exactly. it <laughs> okay 
I'm not wearing my I'm not wearing my spandex though. I feel better when I'm wearing my you know my capris. I'm just wearing plain old jeans right now. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I climbed like a thousand feet. Wow. And ran another um, close to nine miles, like eight point seven five. Wow. But could I point could I point out though it is pretty much at sea level though. So you're kind of starting from about zero and going to a. Thousand. Oh no, I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it, and that and that made it easier for me. Yes, yes. Um, you and your. Uh, altitude trained lungs uh-huh yes yes now but it was i mean for me to run 27 miles in that's, three days that's a is, lot it's a lot uh-huh. a lot yeah and i i, I won't uh I, as a little cautionary tale my foot is really hurting right now so oh. um i just need to uh ace it a little bit i just i think uh that's just that stupid, stupid right toe, second toe that I just always lose the oh, yeah, nail the... on. It takes the brunt of everything, and it just it hurts. So we need to draw a little face on it, and this little angry <laughs> face on it. It needs like a SpongeBob, you right. know, band aid to make it feel better. But anyway, the, the better news is that you know I just I mean. I'm going to write about this probably next week, but I just, I think it's really important for women to do that. And I know we get all guilty and you're like, oh, I can't do it. I can't take that time away from my family. But I feel like a rock star right now. And I haven't even run today. Like, oh, yeah. I, I just needed that time so badly. And even if you, I was just thinking about like what you could do, you know, because obviously that was a, a, a nice luxury for me to be able to fly somewhere for a couple days and treat myself to a nice hotel and some meals and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, even if you can just get a hotel in your town for a night, you know, mm-hmm. and check in right when check-in it opens and leave, <laughs> you know, and then spend the rest of the day just being like a tourist in your town the next day, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, there's just one night of sleep and quiet. I mean, the quiet, it cannot be under under overestimated overstated how important the quiet was Mm, mm -hmm. i mean you don't know i mean you know that that my eight-year-old son is just (laughs) he is just loud his volume is 10 and it's always 10 or above you know and just to have like he goes to 11 Uh (laughs) yeah it just to have no nobody demanding my time and nobody just yelling at me and and no one here from AMR yells at me, but I mean, it's just that it is just so nice just to have that time. I, I, so I don't know. I I mean, one woman on, um, on our Instagram was like, Oh, I was thinking about doing this. And I think, you know, this picture made me, you know, maybe, maybe it tipped the the line that she's going to do it. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you should, I mean, I just think it's really important, especially if it's something that's interesting to you. I know some people don't like to be by themselves, and that's fine. But if it's mm-hmm. something that's interesting to you, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, on the webinar last night, you looked very rejuvenated and relaxed and, and uh, recharged. Well, I did use my SPF, but I did I did get a little bit of a tan. Which, oh, I just know. meant you looked, um, you just look more rest, well-rested. I feel very well rested. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. very, you, you very seem well to have uh, you seem perkier than usual on the phone on the webinar last night. So oh good yes good. yes. So while well, you were... as I was you know traipsing around the Pacific Coast Highway, you were um, spectating a, a marathon, right? I was. Yeah, I was not running eighteen miles on Sunday, but I was watching other people run twenty six point two and. It was the Portland Marathon on Sunday, which was a glorious spectating day. It was a little too warm for running, but um, it was just a beautiful, beautiful fall day. And so, um, you know, certainly I love watching the Portland Marathon and I wanted to see mother runners that I knew. But the um, big marquee attraction for me was uh, this young man who grew up across the street from us and their family still lives there, uh, this boy Paul Balmer who's not a boy, he's 24. And uh, um, <laughs> you'll always think of him as a boy. <laughs> I will. Um, he was, um, he is uh, a great inspiration for me running. He is a um, talented runner. He ran um, cross country and I believe track at Pomona and for the um, local high school. And 
So he had trained very hard for the Portland Marathon. And um, before I tell you what he finished, when I ran into him, he works in D.C. He works for um, our senator who's up for re-election. And um, so, um, maybe our congressperson, anyway. Um, so anyway, so I was driving somewhere with the twins and we saw Paul. He was visiting his parents and I stopped and um, I was like, Paul, you look so thin. Oh my gosh. And he's telling me about training. And, and so then when we um, started driving away, I said, I said, you guys, you know, I said, Paul is a really talented fast runner. I said, I think he could win the Portland Marathon knowing that like we don't bring in elite runners it's um you know it's there's not there's no top name runners at the portland marathon and john from the back row of the minivan goes mom i don't mean to be mean but there's a lot of people in that race (laughs) (laughs) and i said i said well i said john you're right i said okay how about this i think he's gonna run 235 and he's gonna finish in the top 10 oh yeah psychic sarah Paul ran 235 and came in sixth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. so that's good. So channel that. So um, cast it forward to you. Be <laughs> psychic about your time because you are headed out to Victoria. Are you leaving tomorrow, Thursday, or no, Friday? No, leaving Friday morning. John, and, Jack and I are taking a ferry in the middle of the day from a town called Port Angeles in Washington, and then it um, goes straight to Victoria. So I'm kind of excited. I love ferry rides. And um, yes, so there is, last I looked, 80% chance of rain. And then I was reading, I guess today in the Oregonian, that, oh yeah, this is like some storm. The high pressure systems that's been sitting over the Pacific Northwest is finally getting pushed out by this thing. And there was talk of, you know, this is a remnant of tropical storm, wah, 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 that one that um, took, you know, that hit Cabo San Lucas down in Mexico and has kind of traveled all the way up. I'm not familiar with the name of the storm but i was like oh this isn't just rain um this is a storm yeah a storm. yeah that, that's pushing out a high pressure system that's been sitting over us for about five months so it must be kind of powerful so i don't so you know who knows what the weather will be um and um you know are you leaving the chitlins at home we we are yeah so wow. um so then um we, I don't, so, you know, um, wait, and is Molly bringing her, her, she's running with her daughter and then, uh, she, is she yeah, bringing her other um, daughter as so well? So she's, she has three daughters. Um, her okay. whole family's going, including her mom and her mother-in-law. And, um, the bad news oh, is, wow. is that Molly's knee has decided to completely, you know, flip the bird to her and Molly is not going to be able to run the marathon. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So a week ago, Saturday, she was on a run by herself. Oh, no. So Saturday, it kind of bothered. A week ago, Saturday bothered a little bit. And then we saw each other. We we were doing separate runs, but we happened to run into each other on Sunday while we were running. And I guess a couple miles later, her knee just really rebelled. And so she's debating whether or not to drop down to the half, but um, um, a physical therapist she spoke to just at some social event she was at thinks it's runner's knee. And, you know, the only um, relief for that is to rest it. And so what I selfishly told Molly is I said, hey, Molly, if running the half marathon means you're sidelined for longer, then I don't want you running the half marathon. Yeah. Um, Because it is going to be. Oh, that sucks. Is she so bummed? She is. I called her on Monday night and um, because on Sunday she texted me and was like, you know, I think I'm I think I'm out because we ran together. We ran an easy four on Saturday and she said, oh, my knee's starting to hurt. And that's when she said, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do the marathon. And on Sunday, she texted me and said she's out. So I called her Monday night, and um, she said she was, you know, allowing herself to wallow in self-pity. 
And, um, you know, but she felt guilty about that. The social event she'd been at that she saw PT was um, the fun- the memorial service for um, the husband of a close friend of Molly's who um, had been in a wheelchair for quite a long time, for about nine or ten years, and then he um, ended up dying of cancer, which was not related to why he was in the wheelchair. And so, you know, that that she, you know, here she was, you know, consoling her friend and, and um, you know, seeing the results of what when something truly tragic happens. And so she felt guilty about that. I'm like, hey, Molly, you know, just, you know, there's there's people dying of Ebola right now. We don't have to, you know, the, we can do what we can do, but that doesn't mean that we, that our concerns in our everyday life are, you know. Minimized. Yes, yeah. exactly. No, I mean, yeah. it's perspective, you know. Yes. I mean, it's perspective. Yes, obviously, you know that you're not going to die from a knee injury, but still she mm. worked really hard and yeah. she's had her mind on it. And it's been a, a kind of a fun thing to focus on mm-hmm. for a long time. And especially because her daughter's running it and you're running it. I mean, that's kind of how I felt with Nike women's like with you running it and my friend Catherine and my sister, Sarah, like I want to be part of that party, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's hard to come and watch other people run. So, right. So gosh, so- you should get her something, Sarah, like, Bring her something up there. Um, yeah, I've thought not about that. not a mother runner shirt. <laughs> I know I have thought about it. Like something like I don't know, just a just a thoughtful little you know, love yeah. you, thinking of you, and, and you're gonna get get it back. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, Molly can uh, put a positive spin and a funny spin on things. So she, of course, is like, oh, I'm so excited now. I don't have to run the marathon, and um, so she, you know, meaning that a marathon is challenging and, yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't have to face that anymore. So. I mean, now she, you know, she is, um, you know, it's not every day that she goes away with her whole family. So she's excited to go to a lovely place like Victoria. And the fact that now her oldest daughter, Lane, who's 18, is running the marathon, her first marathon, you know, now she can really get excited about that and cheer and, um, you know, see Lane, hopefully a couple places on the course and so yeah, so, oh, no, I mean, it's, she doesn't have yeah. a great time, but just I don't oh, know. Oh, 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 it's very. It's, it's the fact that she's oh, yeah. not running is oh, nice. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Um, so, um, so you back to the question you asked me what I think my time will be. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, before the whole weather thing entered into it, um, Bree and I are thinking, you know, the, um, the coach that you and I both use, um, thinking somewhere between a three fifty-five and a three fifty-seven. Sweet. So um, I've been feeling exceptionally good on the taper and having some, uh, you know, the little bits of speed that I've been inserting have been um, extremely lively and peppy. So good. Um, good. Do you have a, do you have a way to track you? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Um, races in Canada are different. I've done one. Okay. So now I'm an expert on Canadian <laughs> races, but uh, it, it definitely, it, it, the Vancouver marathon felt very different than a U.S. race. Um, there seems to be, more just um like you know like it was a super duper hot day that day and there were no like huge warning flags or anything out whereas you know in the u.s which is you know a litigious society there's you know oh take it easy take it easy you know don't don't overheat so i sort of feel like i'm not i'm not sure there's the whole oh i want to track my friends who are doing a race so i don't know um and, and it's tough with the um cell service and and you know when i have gone to canada in the past i've had a total um internet um phone blackout basically and uh, i'm I, that's one of the things on my to-do list to talk to verizon to see about getting at least some um coverage and if sure. nothing else molly because uh, molly's family is staying at a different place than jack and i are so we need to be able to get in touch with them so sure. um so um yes yeah, so anyway so but i stood back to back to the portland marathon i um so it's th- just thrilling just absolutely thrilling to see paul come by and 
you know, just, I don't know, to see someone perform at such a level was very, very exciting. And um, so, and he was fueled by Roctane. And so, from our friends at Goo. Um, so then I had my cow, <laughs> I had my cowbell and, oh, well, it was. And it was, so, and so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I had my cowbell and uh-huh. I ended up staying there for about three hours cheering people. And I got to say. is that fun? I love that. I it, love that. It, it is fun, but the, um, I have to say, People in Portland are not the most um, enthusiastic spectators, and so so it's your job to get them going. Like, oh, bring bring your cowbell. You oh, know? I did. Oh, I did. But still, I mean, I felt like kind of obnoxious doing it because people around me were very quiet, and even when they saw their loved ones go by, they were very quiet. Oh, <laughs> just, well, now you, get, you just can't stand for that. You can't stand for that. I mean, whatever people can do what they want, but I don't think that you know, you should feel bad for ringing your cowbell. I mean, they're out there to watch the marathon. Like that's, you know, if they don't want noise, they should go to San Diego for a weekend, you know? Like... <laughs> so, um, so it, I, I, you know, and gosh, ringing a cowbell for three hours, you know, that's, that's a bit of effort. It, um, cause there's, if you don't hold it the right way, the sound's kind of muffled. So to be able to really ring it with some, um, vigor takes a little uh-huh. effort. So I, training. so, yeah. and then I, uh, you know, most of the people at the race had their names on their bibs and I love it when they do do that. So, you know, I'd be like, right on, Alan, go, Nancy, you're looking awesome, Carl, you know, all this stuff. And, and, um, you know, I, I liked it as the, um, the more middle of the pack start, people started to come by because then particularly a lot of the women would turn and say, thank you, or they'd smile, they'd give me a thumbs up, they'd wave. Um, you know, whereas the people who were finishing kind of in three, three forty and, and faster were just like, you know, didn't have time for someone yelling out, go That's Alan. Right. So, um, the parties so, at the back of the pack. Right. It right. always has been, always will be. And, uh, but it's very funny because I'm staying there and I had, um, uh, we had a daughter, a girl sleep over and Phoebe was taking care of the kids cause Jack had to be off doing some work. And so I was cognizant of the fact that I needed to get home. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to wait here until I see one of our tank tops go by. And like 45 minutes later, I'm like, okay, maybe I won't wait for that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was talking to some ladies yesterday who were helping me, uh, send out the 13 point fun finishers packages. And they had run part of the race with friends and they were like, oh, I saw tons of AMR tank tops. I was like, okay, because I didn't see any. <laughs> but I, saw, I certainly saw people I, uh, that I know. And then I was very excited. I was, you know, so I was yelling. And uh, this woman who was quite fast um, turned and almost sort of took a couple steps back and points at me and she goes, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> like, right on. Sweet. Sweet. That is awesome. Yes. Well, yes. I can't wait to hear about your marathon. And, mm. um, and it's good we're talking about clothes because we are going to have a great guest on that will help us uh, help our listeners um, develop some Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. right? For mm-hmm. running. Some race um, costumes. Yeah. 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 In the meantime, though, I got to go take my sweet daughter, Amelia, not the louder of the two, um, <laughs> to get hopefully, fingers crossed, a brace or it will be cast number three for her arm. So mm-hmm. we're going to get downsized in some way, shape or form. So I've got to run, but mm-hmm. I know you guys are going to have a great interview. And, um, and and seriously, we're going to have Molly and you on the podcast um, in what, like a week and a half? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah, well, Molly, well, the, the next love to have her on. Oh, Does yes. Oh, that? most definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, she's not getting okay. out of that one. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, we're, we're looking forward to that. Yes. Okay. Yes, good, great. Good. Okay. Well, good luck to Amelia. Right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Have a good time. So our guest today is Amy P.V. Smith, who is a mom of two who lives in Athens, Georgia, who I had the good fortune of meeting at Princess Half Marathon. And you and I just chatted and chatted 
so long at the booth. It was such fun. So I'm really pleased to have you on the show, Amy. I'm so glad to be here. Good, good. So we're going to mainly, you know, the big topic is how um, to put together great race costumes that are creative and thrifty. But before we get there, I want to talk to you about you did your first Ironman just a few weeks ago. Yeah, actually, it was just seven days ago from today, oh um, last week. So it's it's still, I'm on a runner's high still. Oh, my goodness. So where was it and how did it go? Um, it was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It was the first one there for that city. And overall, it went fabulous. I went under my time goal. Wow. The, um, the run was not so great at all. But now that it's done, I think it was fabulous. And <laughs> <laughs> it was just a wonderful experience. I think I smiled the entire Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel anytime. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. Race. Oh, well, congratulations. That's fantastic. So kind of give us some highlights of it. Highlights of it was just it's a beautiful city. I couldn't have asked for more perfect weather. Oh. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. Um, well, the current was really fast, and which meant for my times, I cut 20 minutes <gasps> off my projected time. Oh, that's um, fantastic. It was fabulous, which just started the race on a great note. Uh-huh. And then the bike ended up being easier than I thought. I stayed in zone two the whole time and crushed my goal by um, about 15 minutes. Wow. So it was, it was a fabulous race. Now the, the run ended up being about the time I had expected, but I had an injury going into it. The injury did not bother me, but I ended up with major stomach issues and was not a pretty camper during that run, starting at mile eight with regurgitating things. So, um, but now that it's done, the race was great. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And, And how long was your training cycle lead up to that? 
Um, intense training, like focused training, probably eight months, but mm-hmm. you know, I had signed a little over a year before the race. So I kind of started training. Mm-hmm. I had done some half marathons. I mean, half Ironmans before. Mm-hmm. So I was in a better condition, but I focused training for eight solid months. Wow. Wow. So, and, um, how long have you been a runner? I have actually only been a runner, um, about five years. Wow. Look at you and taking on an Ironman. That's so amazing. Wow. Wow. And you had done a marathon before or no? Yes, I had done two marathons before and probably 15 half marathons and mm. 50 something, I think, 5Ks thrown mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And so, and also, um, the other thing I distinctly remember talking with you about at Princess was that you lost quite a bit of weight and you are now a Weight Watchers leader. So, um, talk to us about your, um, your weight loss journey. That is correct. I have my whole life. I've been kind of a heavy set yo-yo dieter, um, pretty large and started with Weight Watchers and lost close to probably right under 45 pounds with them. And I've kept it off for about 10 years thanks to them. And it's just fabulous. And running just has really helped keep it off. Is that why you started running? Yes and no. I started running mainly because it was an outlet for stress relief. When my youngest child, that's now five, was in the right after his birth, he was had birth defects mm-hmm. and was in ICU for six months. So, oh my goodness! I kind of started running as a solid a place of solitude, you know, with everything going on. Oh, wow! Wow! So you started running when when um, your second child was how old? I mean, like how how much into the ICU experience did you start running? Uh, six weeks. Wow. Wow. So right when you pretty much got clearance from your doctor, you started running? Yes. Wow. And had you been a walker or anything like that before? Yes. I was a walker before. I had dabbled with trying to jog, but always thought I had knee issues and stuff, so never really did it. Mm. It wasn't until after that that I kind of, I was a strong walker. I could mm. I could walk all day if I had to. <laughs> I like that strong walker. That's a good description. Um, so, and did you just, did you just get out, lace up some shoes and head out there or did you follow a couch 5k program or what did you do? <laughs> pretty much just went out there and ran, <laughs> which may not be the best plan, but you know, it, I kind of listened to my body though. Uh-huh. You know, I bought a pair of running shoes from the, not even a running store at that time. Cause I knew nothing. Uh-huh. I just knew I needed to sweat and be by myself. Mm-hmm. 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 And, um, and so talk to us about some, some, you know, weight management tips that you've found. I mean, cause that's great success to have kept off that weight for 10 years. Congratulations. Thank you. I would say probably the best thing is just to move, to move your body, whatever you can do. Mm-hmm. Running is great because you get the most benefit for the shortest amount of time and effort, mm-hmm. but any way of moving your body helps you increase your, you know, metabolic burn. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel good. It changes the way you think about food because of the chemical releases. Mm-hmm. And it's just, um, it, it just does your body good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have some go-to foods that really satisfy yet don't, you know, um, add a lot of calories to the plate? Oh yeah. That's a great um, question. My go-to foods are actually going to be, it's a drink. It's called mm-hmm. EAS carb vantage drink. Oh. Um, on the weight watcher scale, if anybody follows the weight watcher points, it's only two to three points, depending on the flavor you pick, but it has 17 grams of proteins, a lot of minerals. People could actually use it as a meal replacement, oh. but it's not going to add bulk. Mm. My favorite is the vanilla mm-hmm. because you, it can be refrigerated or room temperature. You'll often find them like in my running bag, mm. one that I just keep there for emergencies. 
<laughs> along with your earbuds before we started recording you're like oh let me get my earbuds i was like wow okay so and you're saying how you have them like dispersed throughout your house so you're never without your earbuds in case you want to listen to something so i love that so um so great so then um so but definitely while we were talking at the booth at, at princess you showed me a lot of pictures on your phone of your amazing just amazing costumes of what you have worn in races and so um so for starters i mean it seemed to me i could be wrong that you any opportunity you have to wear a costume in a race you seize it like that uh, it's not yeah. not just uh only at halloween themed races Oh, no. Um, pretty much if it's a theme to the event, I or, or even if there's not a theme to the event, I'm going to be wearing something. I mean, I, in my Iron Man, I crossed the finish line wearing a tough girl tutu because nice. I just had to have a little style. Oh, very, so did you run the whole race in it? I ran the entire marathon. Wow. Wow. Awesome. And uh, what color? I have to ask because they have some new colors that I really um, am eager to try. Um, this one was the white with the black trim. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And it matched my triathlon top that I was wearing that was black with white trim. Oh, nice. And uh-huh. I also kind of bought it because the same thought of I'm doing a princess race uh-huh. and the marathon for Disney. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking Frozen theme. So it's kind of oh. like a dual purpose skirt. Babe, that is so funny because on the drive over here, I heard Let It Go on the radio. And I haven't heard that song in a while on the radio. And uh, I was going to switch. I'm like, no. And so then it got me thinking about princess and how Dim and I were, you know, Princess Elsa, and we wore the white tutu, tough girl tutus. And so it really kind of got me like nostalgic for being, and I was like, oh, we were so ahead of the time that we were Elsa right, you know, in early 2014. So I bet you are going to be one of many Elsas and, um, oh, I'm embarrassed to say, oh, and Anna, is that the name Anna. of yes, mm-hmm, yes. But actually I'm going to be Olaf. Oh, you are my good, look at you. Oh my gosh, doing it one better. That's awesome. Um, so well then tell us how you're going to be Olaf to ease into all the costumes that you do. I try to go with simplicity. I try to find something that I like and mix it with maybe either pieces I already have or something that's easy because on average, I don't want to spend a lot per costume. Mm-hmm. So that's when I knew I was purchasing this Tough Girl tutu that could be used. So I've got the base of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a white running tank, which you can find pretty much inexpensively. Mm-hmm. And I have a white head sweats visor nice. already. So uh-huh. I'll just add, you know, the face of Olaf to the hat. Uh-huh. I'll add basically cotton um, dots for the dots down the shirt that can be removed if I needed to wear the shirt again. Uh-huh. And it makes a very simple costume that looks very effective. Oh my God. And so carrot nose or no? Yes, of course. <laughs> An actual carrot or no? How are, how are you going to mock this up? Well, actually most with the carrots, I'm going to probably use a felt, you know, a lot of times that you can um, create things with felt and attach it easily so oh. it looks authentic but it's lightweight so it's not adding weight to your run because right. again you you know if you're doing a half marathon or a marathon the more weight you add the more you gotta lug right right oh that's so awesome i love it i love it um so yeah so you definitely you you were i was just amazed at the pictures with the how thrifty you're like oh i got that at the dollar store and oh that's a repurposed so-and-so so talk to us a little bit about some of your top outfits and the the things that you've utilized to make them Oh, I'm, I am definitely, I try to keep my price for my stuff um, under $15 per costume, just because a lot of times I may only wear them once. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your pieces don't have to be from the running department that can still qualify for running. Mm-hmm. So I always say, look at your individual items and try to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. For when we did Alice in Wonderland and, um, and my husband was the white rabbit, mm-hmm. 
it was only going to be $12 for her because we went to the dollar store. We found the ears for a dollar. I went to the thrift store and found a red jacket that we could modify with basically stitch tape because I'm not a sewer, really. uh I am always the easy way out. So his things (laughs) were safety pinned and stitch taped. Um, the, the watch that the rabbit carries was another dollar store thing. It was just, you know, he had the, the white shirt already, a running shirt. Uh-huh. So I always say first look in your closet, your kids' closets, your um, giveaway stuff, and uh-huh. see what you have first and go from there. Uh-huh. Like, or the toy box, see what can be utilized from the toy right. box, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My, go- my go-to thing, though, is if you plan ahead, a lot of times the Halloween places will sell off their costumes. Oh. I found a costume that was a material that was easily to run in mm. for $5. It was an Alice in Wonderland. I found a Minnie Mouse for $8, oh. you know, complete costume. So I would say look at different times outside of Halloween oh. Oh. because those, you know, when they're selling them off, you can't beat the prices. Right. That's, that's true. And also because a lot of times then, like I would expect it's hard to find rabbit ears other than right around Easter. Correct. Yes. And so uh, so when we were Elsa, we had, uh, luckily, we were planning our costume in the winter. And so we got um, some glittery um, snowflakes off of eBay um, that were, you know, because it was, it was right after the holidays, right after the um, Christmas holidays. So it was easier to find that sort of thing. Whereas, and now I've gone on eBay to look for more and I'm like, okay, they are non-existent in the summertime. <laughs> or you're going to pay three times as much as they are. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they were only, uh, I got them so late that I had them um, shipped. They were a Canadian seller. And so I knew, uh, um, runner Jody lives um, in Toronto and she was going to, we were going to see her at Princess. So I'm like, Jody, can I have these shipped to your house? And because they'll get there quickly and then you can bring them over. So I had her smuggle them in. So, <laughs> um, so, so talk to us about some of your other costumes that you've done. Some of the other costumes, um, the, the biggest one that I've been known for is not a Disney race, but it's actually for the Chick-fil-A race series mm-hmm. um, where they have a contest within the race. Not only are you in a series to win for speed, mm-hmm. you also can be in a series to be the national speed spirit winner for dressing up. Mm-hmm. That's probably kind of what really got me into running in costume because the fact that you could actually win prizes <laughs> and money for it. So I, I have multiple cow costumes. Oh, I, re- I when you said that, I'm like, I bet she's talking about the cow costume. I totally remember that. <laughs> and so, um, and a lot of that too was just to be honest, it started out with a dollar store white t-shirt. Um, the first one I just did hand painted cow spots on, you know, with the cheap 59 cent craft paint. Uh-huh. And I created a tutu out of just white and black tool. Uh And so it was very inexpensive. You know, I did an online tutorial on how to make a tutu. I mean, it's like eight bucks. (laughs) You go to YouTube for just about anything that you want to make. And um, it was just, you know, and I I wore it and had a good time. And it kind of made me freer in my running because I wasn't self-conscious. Oh, huh. I know it sounds funny to not be self-conscious in a costume. In a cow costume. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. But it kind of does free you up that, you know, you're, you're in it to have fun, which takes the pressure off. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and how far those are five K's or 10 K's or what are they? It started out as five K's, did 10 K's. And recently this year I've done a half marathon as the, in the cow costume. Oh, wow. I think, I think there's a day when you're going to be doing that a marathon in a cow costume. I see it now. 
if they offer one and there's a chance to win Chick-fil-A for a year, I am there. <laughs> oh my God. So, so we have to know, did you then win the contest? I have won it seven times. So oh. yes, I have won Chick-fil-A for a year. Excuse me, the eight times now. I just earned my most recent one. So eight years worth of Chick-fil-A, which has been fabulous. Wait, wait, wait. I can't believe, first of all, that I didn't include that in, in your introduction. I mean, come on. I'm sure that's your, your biggest claim to fame. So you're telling me that out of the entire United States, you, Amy P.V. Smith, are the winner of the whole thing. Yes, two years in a row, I've been the national spirit winner, and um, currently they haven't named this year's, and because I've been training for my triathlon, I haven't really been in it to win it this year, but but yes, oh. I am the national spirit winner for as dressing as a cow. <laughs> oh my God, so what's been some of your competition? I mean, has there been a chicken, you know, uh, a chicken and egg running together? I mean, what are some of the other costumes you've seen? Um, you know, different variations of cows, but because I try to get more authentic and very detailed, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a little over the top. I mean, I try to go out for it. Um, I've even turned my, I've covered my son's stroller in cow print and then had him as a little cowboy sitting in it. Oh so goodness. I've had him as a cow with me pushing the cow in the races. Cause cow most boy. of those races I've had to have him in a stroller, uh-huh. which is pretty cool to, um, also win in my age group while pushing a stroller against people that weren't. Oh, Amy, you are my new hero, I tell you. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. That is amazing. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. Um, and I do want to say that um, I'm going to um, ask you to email us some of the pictures, and I'll put them up with this post so that people can have visual aids of um, what, what you look like when you're doing this. So so give us some more tips in addition to, you know, going and, and um, shopping at stores and looking for things that you can utilize later for costumes. The biggest tip that I would say with any costume, this as soon as you register for the race, mm-hmm. if you're planning to maybe do any type of costume, start planning it then. The mm-hmm. sooner you start, the more time you have, but also the lot more cost-effective it will be. Mm. And a costume can be anything that you're comfortable in. Um, we always do this Christmas party, this Christmas race, a whole group of us. I'm comfortable going all out with the Cindy Lou Who type hat from the <laughs> Christmas story and this big tutu and red and white. Some people just want striped socks that have little, you know, like a Santa theme. Uh-huh. It, you know, a costume can be anything. And it's just whatever makes you excited about running and, and the theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you recommend people um, taking a test run in their costume or is that too, oh, too mortifying? No, I strongly do not ever run in anything that you have not tested. So yes, when I was going to be doing the princess Mar- or the, the Mickey Disney's marathon, uh-huh. I was going to be Tinkerbell. And so I was running in the country roads of Athens wearing a green wings and for 18 miles. But I strung, yeah, I got a lot of strange looks. Yeah, right. How many people called the cops on that one? I know. Lime green person running around with a hydration pack on her back and wings. But it helped me modify things so that way I knew how it was going to interact when I got in the race. Because mm-hmm. you hate to be in the middle of the race and realize that you've got chafing and you've got 12 more miles to go. Yeah. Um, same thing, you know, every costume. I was strongly around. Even, even not even costumes, just anything new you want to test. You don't want new on race day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you have to agree that Tough Girl Tutus, I mean, they're just so comfortable. So amazing. I agree. Tough yeah. Girl Tutus is the one thing that I would say you don't need to test because I've tested it enough for you. <laughs> I, you know, there is nothing that, that's going to happen with that. It is the most fabulous 
thing. That's probably the the one thing I spend the most on is my Tough Girl tutus, and I have four. Oh, nice, nice. Um, do you have any of the new colors? Because I'm loving the the blue and the purple, and then kind of that limeade green, which I think would be per- perfect for Tinkerbell. Limeade green. Bought it for that exact reason. If I could be Tinkerbell again, if I have a different costume. Very good. Um, and I haven't personally um, bought, but I have had, I've encouraged like 27 of my running friends to get tutus recently and they've gotten the blue and the purple. And I'm like, so envious of that going, Ooh, I really like that one. Oh, I know. I know. When I saw those colors pop up on their website, I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, Ursula, maybe we can be Ursula with the purple one. So, um, uh, so you are going to run the Walt Disney marathon as Tinkerbell then. 95% sure. Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. There's just so many options that it's kind of hard to decide. <laughs> so, and what are some, I don't know if you were, you know, listening to this podcast, you know, so with probably two or three weeks to go to a Halloween race, like what would be some things that you'd suggest? Maybe some quick and easy ideas. Quick and easy ideas for Halloween. It's going to be your easy is your witch. You mm-hmm. can get a small little hat, or you can they even have the witch hats now that just clip on like the mini hats. Oh, I have which not are seen fabulous. these. Oh my goodness! Or you can, or you can actually look if you don't find the mini ones. A cheap way to do that is to go into the dollar store mm-hmm. or Walmart and look at the pet. Um, oh my gosh. I know it sounds yes, you have to think outside the box. <laughs> if you pick at some of the pet ones, they have miniature versions so that you can have it, but it's not an extra size or weight. You don't want a <laughs> three foot hat on top of you running if you're new to running in costumes, but a little dog hat you can clip oh on, gosh. hot glue one of the little hair barrettes to it. You're oh. good to go. <laughs> I, I suspect that you're a whiz with a hot glue gun. Oh my gosh, that is like my best friend. I have this hot Google one I've had for ten years, and it's still working fabulous. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh, my my younger daughter got a burn from a hot glue gun at camp this summer, and she was still talking. You know, that was in July, and she's still talking about that burn. Um. Oh, you're gonna laugh. Um, I am very much like I said with the the iron tape and stuff. Uh-huh. I have a scar on my forearm from making our Tweedledee and Tweedledum costumes for Disneyland last year, uh-huh. and I joke that it's my costume scar. I've earned it very well. Nice, but yes, nice, nice moment. Memento. You know, other people get t-shirts. You're like, look at this scar. This reminds me of Disneyland hat. Who needs tattoos? I've got working scars. Right, right. Okay, so you can be a witch. A witch is an easy one. Uh, do you find a, a cat, like a black cat? Because you're... Right. Yeah. Those cats are very easy devils. Mm. Those things, because you can get just the little head pieces and the tail, and you can add it to a solid black outfit that, that you would normally wear. So mm-hmm. those are very simple, very easy, very inexpensive, very last minute, and mm-hmm. um, pretty much anybody carries those. Right. Now, if you want to get a little bit more creative, you uh-huh. can get like an orange shirt and stripe it like a pumpkin. Oh, clever. Uh-huh. It makes it, you know, those are colors that you can find this time of year are very easy. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times there are fluorescent reflective colors too, so it's safe for running. Oh, right. So you kind of look like you glow. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's like you've got your own little candle burning inside there of you. There you go. <laughs> and um, so while we are talking about glue, I do have to say so that um, I had this really awesome Saucony baseball hat or running hat that um, uh, we um, Dimity hot glue gunned some of those um, sparkly snowflakes on it for Elsa. And gosh, I cannot get all of it off. Is there any, should I just accept that and be like, okay, I'm going to have some little remnants of glue on them? Or is there a way to get that stuff off? It usually comes off, but a lot of times like the Gooby Gone, there's some things that you can do, kind of oh, like the yeah. wax remover oh. for like candle wax. If uh-huh. you try that, like if you spill wax in your carpet, uh-huh. um, most home goods stores carry it. I think Lowe's carries it. 
if you really want to save the item, that's probably the best way to do it is to try that. Um, you are a font of information. I got to say, I, I like watch you as my neighbor, Amy, because I'll be like, Amy, what is it I do again when I spill red wine? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So is, uh, is the Walt Disney World Marathon your next race or do you have one? Um, do you have a Halloween race coming up or actually I have the Athens half that's coming up in two weeks wow. and we have, um, our moms run this town group. Mm-hmm. The local chapter is, has a big group going. And of course we've all ordered the black with red tough girl tutus. Uh-huh. And we've got shirts that we've created that just says, um, moms run this bulldog town. <laughs> so we're all as a group. There's probably about 15 or 16 of us that are running this race. Nice. And then I have the Disney Wine and Dine for my friend's 30th oh, birthday coming up. Look so at you. We, wow. We have ordered, we're going to, since it's Wine and Dine, we're going as the Beer Garden Girls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should we uh, cue the, like, kind of uh, the, the German oompa-pa music? Yes. Actually, yes. The two of us are going to be matching. And we thought, what more fitting way to end it? Because, you know, the Wine and Dine ends with a party at the end. That's yes. part uh-huh. of the Food and Wine Festival. So yes. we just had to, that had to be our theme of. So you're going to look kind of like the St. Paul girl or something like that yeah oh exactly i'm not remembering if you're super bodacious or not i hope it like you have some sort of thing that's going to you know push push you up and out so so to speak no but we're gonna have some tape magic going on or an extra padded (laughs) sports bar or something because no that that with kids came and went that that they came and went too yes (laughs) oh my goodness well i i just love it because it also seems like you have such fun with this we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Amy, for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Well, thank you. I've had fun. I hope I've helped a little. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye. Surprise, surprise. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my love. Oh my goodness. Well, there's no dimity to, to give me feedback and to wow and wow with me, but I got to say that I am just now inspired to go out and make a great new costume. Uh, I, like I said, I was listening to Let It Go on the way here and already thought, oh, what can dimity and I be for 2015 princess? So now after talking to Amy, my wheels are spinning. I got to think of something good. So um, please wander on over to Facebook and join us. Join in the conversation at Run Like a Mother, the book. Our websites are Another Mother Runner and MotherRunnerStore.com. Maybe you'll find something at our store that could fit in with a costume that you're planning. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at The Mother Runner. Our three books, um, Run Like a Mother, Train Like a Mother, and the upcoming Tales from Another Mother Runner are all available on Amazon. And uh, whether you're in costume or not, many happy miles to you. 